mobile phones, laptops, tablets, and everything in between. This is Sean and Sean, and you're listening to the Silicon Theory Podcast. Hey everybody, Sean here, and I wanted to talk a little bit, hey motorcycle, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the information coming out from the Apple hardware refresh of the the MacBook Pros. I don't know why I can't say the word refresh. Uh, It's weird. The uh, newness of the announcement and the newness of the release of the hardware obviously means that there's a ton of news out there right now. So I don't want to oversaturate our podcast feed with uh, news exclusively to and about Apple. But there are some things that are going on that I think it's important that we talk about. So let's talk about it. The one, uh, what I really want to mention is there's a popular YouTuber named Dave Lee, uh, who goes by Dave2D on YouTube. And he recently compared and contrasted the uh, 15-inch MacBook Pros, the Core i7 version, and then the Core i9 version. And in doing a lot of his testing for performance, there seems to be some significant throttling of the, specifically, the 15-inch MacBook Pro with the Core i9 uh, CPU, so much so as that it actually significantly downgrades performance. And he's using Adobe... Whoa, excuse me, swallowed some spit there. Uh, He's using Adobe Premiere to put this machine to the test, and it was found, or at least he found, it seems like sources like um, 9to5Mac and The Verge are about to corroborate uh, at least largely, if not entirely, his findings that there is such significant... Uh, CPU throttling for thermal issues that the Core i9 cannot maintain not only its turbo boosted clock speed, but its base clock speed. And that's a problem. That's going to be an issue for a lot of people, especially those high-end creative pros that we've talked about are the people for whom this is really the primary machine that it's aimed at. So really what he did was he put the machines through a video editing test and found that by looking at it through both a FLIR thermal imaging camera and using synthetic benchmarks, that the performance of the i9 seemed to be significantly subdued when compared to the i7. Now, the performance in terms of clock speed and and its raw processing power should be greater. The i9 should be faster, stronger, better than the i7. And in his tests, it simply wasn't coming out to, it wasn't proving to be that. That wasn't proving to be the case. Easy for me to say. And he did another test, a rather unconventional test, and I'll leave a link to his video and his results uh, in the show notes down below if you want to check it out. But the end result was when he put the MacBook Pro in a freezer so that thermal performance became less of an issue and the CPU could run at full speed, the machine's performance was ramped back up to its optimum levels, and it significantly reduced the testing that was specifically done in Adobe Premiere and exporting video files. I think it was a Scarlet W5K video file that he was rendering in Adobe Premiere. And if I remember correctly, the the amount of time that it took to process it with uh, normal conditions was somewhere in the neighborhood of like 36 to 38 minutes. And that dropped significantly into the low 20 minutes when the machine was placed in the, free, the freezer and the CPU could run at full capacity without its thermal constraints. Now, 
this isn't a giant surprise. If you put your phone in a freezer and you run it at highest levels, it'll actually perform very well too because the CPU generates heat, heat degrades performance, so it can't maintain running clock speeds for significant lengths of time without either A, very good cooling systems on board, or B, overheating and shutting down and or the throttling uh, software issues that were kind of seen in Throttlegate with Apple devices and their phones specifically, and now apparently are also being seen in the MacBook Pro lines as well. This isn't inherently in and of itself a bad thing, but what really is an issue is that, once again, Apple is unintentionally misleading folks about what these machines can do. If you know for a fact that the CPU's performance cannot maintain load, why say it can turbo boost up to 4.5 gigahertz? Was it 4.5 or 4.8? I can't remember. Uh, in either case, it, why would you mention that it can turbo boost up to these clock speeds when they can't maintain those clock speeds for any significant period of time? I mean, I can say that my the top speed of my you know, Acura TL is 160 miles an hour. I'm never going to drive it 160 miles an hour because that's not only against the law, but a really bad and unsafe idea. And CPU throttling is kind of acting like a governor in this case of a car where you know it can you can push it that fast, but you're never going to be allowed to do so. So it's fairly disingenuous. And again, it's it's a sin of omission on Apple's part where they're basically saying, hey, uh, it can do this. It can only do it for three seconds before it gets throttled, but it can do it. And that's not really great from the consumer standpoint. You're, you're basically, again, being misled in my opinion. And with all of the other recent issues that's had, with all the other issues that Apple has had recently surrounding keyboards and throttle gate and battery gate and bend gate and you know notch gate and any other gate you can throw in there it's probably more in apple's pr and best interests and marketing best interests to be realistic uh, when they're talking about what these machines can actually do and yeah they're showing people using them in real world scenarios giving real world performance but there are people and enthusiasts pros and casual users alike are going to want to know how far they can push the limits of their machine if you pay seven thousand dollars for this damn computer you want to know that you're getting the maximum amount of every little bit of performance that you can out of it and simply put you can't on the i9 machine at least that is the i7 seemed to not necessarily suffer from these type of thermal throttling issues uh, and performance issues, but uh, it's still a developing story and more information is coming. So we will keep you apprised of it. We will definitely stay on top of this. I'm very interested in these machines, possibly as an upgrade solution. So I'm I'm going to be keeping my eye very, very closely tuned to this story. So by extension, so will you. Thanks for listening. Remember, as always, you can find all of our content at silicontheory.com. Follow us on social. We are at Silicon Theory on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can check out our video feed at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Silicon Theory or just hit the link in our bio. I'm going to be dropping a new video soon regarding some of the Peel super thin cases uh, for the Pixel 2 XL and the Galaxy S9. The nice folks over at Peel were kind enough to send us some test products. So uh, I should have that video up here in the next day or two. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Again, appreciate you listening, and remember, as always, we will talk tech soon.